Welcome to Kick Back with Chris. Kick Back with Chris, the martial arts podcast. to you by Martialytics. Easy to use. Super powerful management software for your martial arts school. Hello. I'm back. I did say I'd come back eventually. But no, jokes aside, it's great to be back with the podcast. And this time, this time, it really should be properly again with none of the big stupid three-month, four-month gaps or however long it was. I think, what was it, October? The ne- what was it, October, November, December, January? Fr- anyway, too long. Too long. Now, before... We go any further. Okay, I've got, go, got to get this out of the way. I owe it to these guys. I've got to say a huge thank you um, to our sponsors, mitmaster.com and martialitics.com because they've stood by us through my massive sulky phase of not doing any podcasting for a while. Um, and that may be a bit dramatic. But anyway, so what? What? where have I been? What have I been doing? Um, that's actually a, a little bit about, or oh, I'm going to be covering that with Matt when he comes on the phone in a few minutes. But yeah, just a brief overview just before I start chatting with Matt about it. Um, I needed a break, basically. I think it's fair to say that you know this last pff, it's two years getting on now, isn't it? It's been it's been a bit of a, a bit of an upside down for all of our martial arts schools. Well, I say all. We we all everybody reacted in a different way, different approaches. Some people pretended that nothing happened and just carried on and that's fair dues that's their approach um others like myself we went you know all in with following the different restrictions truth be told some of which i do regret a little bit now but you know looking back on it what can you change you know you you try to do the right thing you you know you you do what you're told is the correct thing to do you know and let's not get too much into the whole government party gate nonsense but anyway Anyway, um, fair to say the whole saga had um, left me feeling a little bit dejected, should we say, with sort of the wider martial arts thing. You know, I wasn't, I just wasn't really interested. That's not to say I wasn't invested in teaching or, you know, being in my school with my students or my own training. Just sort of the wider collective martial arts industry as a thing, I just really had no interest in whatsoever. Um and I didn't feel it was particularly, particularly, that's a new word, particularly right. I can't stop saying it wrong now. Anyway, that word, I didn't think it was right to be doing a weekly podcast on something that I really did not give a crap about. I, that was fake, um, which is not what I'm about. So yeah, I just needed a little bit of a break. And in truth, I needed to find a new direction with my school, some of which I am going to chat with Matt about when he comes on, so I'm going to save that. I'm not going to cover it twice. Um, I also you know, uh, wanted to hit a bit of a reboot and a restart with a few other projects that I've had going on, um, one of which is a new YouTube channel, which I can keep saying this. I am going to discuss that with Matt as well when he comes on, because it's something that you know everybody knows with mintmaster.com. Matt is an expert on all things online and martial arts. Um, but yeah, so if you wanted to check it out, my YouTube channel is uh, youtube.com forward slash C forward slash Chris Jones TKD. You've got to have the C thing in there. I don't know how it works. It's just how it is. So it's youtube.com forward slash C forward slash Chris Jones TKD. I don't know why I'm saying forward slash in that stupid voice, but um, anyway, you get the point. So yeah, it's a complete relaunch of my channel. For some odd reason, I had over 500 subscribers on my channel. I didn't even realise I had 500 subscribers. Now, I realise in the grand scheme of youtuber stuff, that's a drop in the ocean. But 500 people collectively were subscribed to my channel, which was basically a collection of random crap from my phone. Um, bits and bobs of my family, my kids doing, they're jumping off the sofa, you know, standard dad videos. Um, and the occasional video of me tying a belt or doing some kicks. It was it was a, a bizarrely eclectic mix of my life, um, which 500 people found interesting. <laughs> um, I don't know why. I honestly don't know why. It's the internet, I guess. Pff, different things float different boats, I guess. But anyway, I've sorted it out. Um, I've got rid of all the random cat videos and <laughs> bits and bobs that really shouldn't have been on that channel anyway. And I've got it a little bit more focused around what it is that I do away from 
uh, teaching my normal classes and obviously the podcasting and stuff and the film work. Um, I'm not going to go into too much detail about it because, again, you know, I'm not wanting to go over things twice with Matt later on again as well. But um, yeah, it, it's it's been an interesting challenge. It's it's given me something new to try and something new to learn. Um, and I hope hopefully you can all get get on board and. It will tie in nicely with a few other um, methods that I'm going to be using for teaching and presenting content. As a side note, uh, I've had people contacting me and, and asking me. I've had event organisers ringing me and asking me, and uh, which is quite understandable because it's what I used to do. But I'm not going to be doing um, events teaching anymore or uh, you know, workshops on a on a larger scale. Um, f- for no other reason that I've. I kind of, I've been there, I've done that, I've done it a lot. Um, you know, I've have had a, when I say anymore, I mean, it might be forever, it, it might be a short-term thing, I might get to the summer and think, do you know what, that was a really stupid decision, you really enjoy it. You know, I, I can change it if I want to, but for now, where my head is at now, both in terms of me as an instructor, you know, as a martial artist of 42 years of age, uh, which I know is not ancient, but still, I've been I've been doing this for more than half my life now. Um, as a father, you know, a family, you know, all that stuff. Where I'm at now with my head is I don't want to teach workshops at events. I'm just not. Um, it's just not where my head is. Uh, it's just not where um, I feel my value is best put. Um, without going into that in too great a detail, um, so. You know, uh, a lot of what I'm going to be focusing now is going to be delivering what I love, which is my geekiness for kicking. It's all going to be focused through online platforms, uh, whether it's YouTube, whether it's video analysis, whether it's online courses, whether it's streaming, whether it's uh, via Zoom or all those different cool platforms. I mean, I'm going to still be doing some in-person teaching uh, as well, um, but you'll uh, you'll have to listen in later and I explain a little bit more about that. Uh, with Matt now, with regards to the podcast, um, one thing that I did want to briefly chat on, about was the direction that we're going to be going with things. Now, I put a, a survey up in the podcast group, of which some of you very kindly got involved with. I'll say some of you. It was hardly any of you, lazy what's it's. Hey, you know, it's martial artists, though. I get it. It's like getting getting people to click stuff and do stuff. Sometimes, absolute nightmare. But no, jokes aside for a second. Um, I put the basically I put the question out: Are people more interested in listening to me and Matt talking about different things going on within martial arts, whether it's teaching, the industry, um, all the different stuff that we normally cover? Me ranting about random stuff or talking about films, or you know, or are people more? Sorry if I just destroyed your ears. Then are people more interested in me interviewing guests? Uh, all that side of thing. Now, I I get enjoyment out of both, if I'm honest. Um, I've always been put off by the notion of this podcast being just myself talking or myself and Matt talking because, to be truthful with you, I, you know, it, it, I suppose it's an in my own head thing. But I often get this thought of why would anybody want to listen to me? You know, but then again, I think that I'm listening to podcasts. Okay, for argument's sake, people infinitely better than I am, but I listen to podcasts that are sort of individual, uh, individually driven, you know, and I enjoy them. And I listen to them because I engage with and I enjoy listening to that person. So I thought, what the hell, I'll put the question out there. We're 80-something episodes in now, which is just mad to think that I've you know, got 80-something uploads on the on the podcast server, just 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 bonkers. And what's also really nuts is that in this massive gap, there's not been a single day where somebody from somewhere in the world hasn't listened to one of the podcasts, which for me is just, it's mind-blowing. It's just nuts to think that the people out there are finding the podcast and are listening to it when I'm actually not even doing anything with it. I mean, crazy to think. But anyway, back onto what I was saying. Um... You know, do you want a podcast focused around me talking about things with with you know Matt Chapman coming in as well, or do you want me to interview guests? You maybe want a little bit of both. I'll be honest. What what's prompted this? Um, you know, obviously I've had the gap away and then I've come back. 
I, I, so it gives me the opportunity to hit a little bit of a reset button, especially as we're creeping closer and closer, closer to the magic 100. Um, 100 episodes, it's just, just 100 uploads, should I say. Because some of them, I suppose you can't... There are episodes, mini ones, self-contained ones, crossovers. Anyway, 100 uploads in itself is just bonkers. But as I'm creeping closer to that number and the gap that we've had, I've got an opportunity to do something different. I mean, not that that's never been there before, but it just feels like that it's there. So I would rather create something that you all want to listen to, that I enjoy doing, that we all get something from. And again, just coming back to what I was saying before I forgot what I was saying, which is something I'm really good at at the minute. <laughs> What's co- what sort of prompted this, aside from what I've just mentioned, is that... And this isn't pointing fingers, and this isn't being elitist or nasty or or uh, oh Chris is saying stuff about other people blah, blah, blah. let's all get on Facebook and shit talk um, it's not of that sorry if you've got kids in your car um, don't say not your words kids don't do that uh, <laughs> it's not that people aren't free to create their own podcasts and do their own thing but I think it's fair to say um, coming back full circle and I've said this before on the on the podcast when I first started doing this, the whole podcasting thing, um, there was Mick Tully. There was he was doing mixed martial arts, um, which I believe is you can still listen to. I don't know if he's still actively recording, but I know you can still listen to it on on iTunes and uh, and, and everything in that respect. Um, but there wasn't really anybody else. And apologies if there was, because and if there was, I didn't know about you. Um, so I, I apologize now. Not that I really need to, but anyway, uh, don't want to upset anybody, cause any drama. There wasn't really anybody else doing podcasting martial arts wise, and so um, I was interested in developing new skills and trying out new things. So I thought, you know, I'll give it a go. And it's fair to say that everyone and their cat has suddenly now decided to have a podcast. Some of which are incredibly close, if not direct clones, of what I'm doing now. Is that a bad thing? No, because there's plenty of space for everybody. Although, one thing I have noticed is it's all the same people being interviewed every single week, every single episode. It's just the same, the same, the same. And I don't blame anybody. I've done it. I've gone on other people's podcasts. When you've got a product to promote or you've got services to promote or something that you've got going on, you're going to go on podcasts because the more ears you can get to, the more eyes you can reach, the better. But I don't want this podcast to be samey-samey. Everybody's doing the same. It's the same people being interviewed, talking about the same things, la-la-la-la-la. Every I don't want that. So that's why I'm asking you guys in a really long-winded, <laughs> a long-winded way, what do you want? Do you want me to stick to episodes a little bit like this when I'm talking about subjects? Or uh, do you want me to focus more on the interviewing of guests? And if I do interview guests, do you want it to be a little bit more fringe? Do you want me to reach out to people from different areas, you know, rather than it just being the same names from the same places all the time? So, yeah. Get involved with that, guys. Send me private messages on on Facebook. You know, uh, send me emails, chrisjonestkd at gmail.com. Contact me through the website, uh, kickbackpodcast.com. Get on there. You can actually use martialartspodcast.co.uk as well, unless I forgot to pay the bill and it's run out. But anyway, that's a side point. So, yeah, you know, um, get in contact with me and, and talk to me. Tell me tell me what you think. Tell me what your thoughts are, what you want changing, what you like, what you don't like. Uh, I won't cry. Uh, one of the first emails I actually got. <laughs> well, and I, hope, I hope this person's listening. Not only because you're a giant dick, <laughs> but I just, just because of the contents that they sent me. This message, the very first email I got through the, the podcast website was to tell me that I'm rubbish, that I shouldn't bother, um, that I'm... I can't, I can't remember the whole detail. Anyway... It was just basically a uh, really quite childish, which made me laugh. It did. I, I had a little cry. No, no I don't. <laughs> it was basically just to, just to you know, try and put me down and say, oh, you're not going to get anywhere. You won't do anything. La, la, la. So, yeah, whoever you were, I had a pretty good idea. I know who it was. But anyway, we won't, get, we won't talk about that. Um, screw you. I've got nearly 100 episodes now. And 
I've just come off the back of working. I can't say what. I've just come off the back of working on something, um, which has been pretty cool. And um, when it gets close to the time, which is probably going to be another year or something before I can even talk about it. Um, yeah, it, it's um, it's really nice when someone takes the time to send you a nasty email to tell you how crap they think you are, and then you go and do the opposite. So, uh, big kiss to whoever that was. <laughs> anyway, on that subject, I think it's about time. He's probably bored of listening to me waffling on waiting to come on the line. Let's head over now to chat with Matthew Chapman. Brought to you by www.mitmaster.com. So hopefully if I've got this right, and I still remember how to do this whole thing with podcasting, I should have Mr. Matthew Chapman on the phone. And if not, whoever's there, you're going to have to t- chat with me for a while. So who have we got there? Is it Matt? Is it Matt? Hello? No, I'm joking. I'm here. Oh. <laughs> you all right? I was just waiting for it to my mum or something then. <laughs> I'm all right. It's been a while. I'm surprised I remember how to push all these buttons and do all this podcasty stuff. Um, it has been a while, hasn't it? It has. It, it, it's, been, it's been a very long time. But, you know, we have circumstances happening in the world that are, you yeah. know, not making I'm, it easy. I've just been lazy. Oh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> no, not no. Yes, it has been busy. Um, no, much just my focus has been elsewhere, and um, just life, such as business, and uh, now I'm back on it again. Back to it. Back to back to chatting with your good self, which has been yeah. missed by a lot of people. We've been getting lots of messages from people saying, "Where are, where are the match chats? Where where have they gone?" <laughs> that's crazy that's very strange i'm surely better things to do with their lives and listen to us no there was it. there was at least three private messages i got in the last three months <laughs> no people <laughs> genuinely do like it so um yeah it's, it's it's good that we're back anyway what have you been up to well i've seen all your stuff on facebook Ooh, that's me knocking my microphone off my desk um yeah what have you been up to tell everybody um same as usual i see i don't really know what i do oh, don't anymore. sell it i mean come on <laughs> <laughs> it's it's kind of weird i i do what i do so obviously online stuff helping instructors with various bits and pieces of the online because that's my area of speciality doing a few workshops and seminars that's nice being yeah. out on the road and and teaching people i do miss teaching people you know um the problem with selling your schools you don't teach people anymore so it's lovely to go to place people's schools and and help them and and see all smiley sweaty faces i miss that uh and just doing a bit of marketing and and hanging around really so it's been, it's been hanging fun. hanging around I like hanging it. around street corners yeah just yeah. Cool. <laughs> um you've been doing your um school visits as well haven't you the uh, that i love that's so much fun is it yeah dojo doctor visits so i just go to martial artist schools school owners and basically try and make them cry my goal is to kind of rip apart their business and their life's work <laughs> and then give them some feedback wow prove it uh and uh i've made two people cry so far so that's not too bad well, I won't ask you to name them, but that's that's brilliant. So basically, people are paying you to be mean about their schools and make them cry. Yeah, essentially. Um, but that's that's that brain. That's good. That's a good idea. Yeah, at the end of it, they do get like a, a report where I break down all the different elements that I I've seen in their school that need improvement. Because the problem, I think ah. we have instructors is we're kind of blind to our own stuff we we see it so much and we're in it so much and uh, we just don't see the glaringly obvious stuff that's in front of us (laughs) i I so thought you were going to say smell then (laughs) that's see that's a massive thing you know you go into gyms a lot of martial arts schools and they absolutely stink and because we're nose blind because we and plus we love that kind of stinky stinky foot smell that goes with a martial arts school Mm. anymore but you know, you, you, normal people can really uh, can really put people off. So it's all sorts of things like that, but it's to do with the exterior of your dojo. You know, the car park, the front entrance. When I go in, how it feels, how it looks, how it smells, the lighting, wow. what's is up whether it feels welcoming then we go through your whole sales process we go through how you teach classes we go through your sign up process we go through your marketing we look at your website we look at your facebook we basically do everything that's involved in your business and just kind of rip it apart and just see if it's working as well as it could be 
Wow. So do you, do you swear at them like on the uh, on the chef program, the like kitchen nightmare thing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm too nice. I don't swear at them. <laughs> I do kind of put it I'm pretty direct, you know. I've I've had conversations with with people where I'm like, look, if you don't fix this, you you're gonna go out of business. It's, I can wow. see in in a very short period of time. So I'm pretty direct, but no swearing. Cool. So um every time we've obviously we've had gaps in the recordings and, and with everything going on and stuff, but with each, with each each time we've had a chat, I think that people are going to start thinking it's every time we do a podcast, something goes wrong with the planet. But there's a lot going on at the minute, it's fair to say. Obviously, in the news today, we've seen, you know, it's going to cost us an arm and a leg literally to put our radiator on for five minutes. You have to take out a loan. Um, £695 extra per, 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 yeah. per year? Yeah, wow. 52% increase. Um, and then, of course, we've got the... Um, look into the future we've got people having to pay more in taxes and more in just everything interest rates are going up yeah. it's just yeah it, it it's weird time isn't it weird time and we might jump into a little war of russia for fun as well on the side so yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i'm very sorry martial arts community it's, it's our fault every time we schedule a podcast something crazy happens um but no jokes aside it, it, we've already started to see um, a, a direct influence we had our first email today from worried family um asking for a price reduction because yeah. they were worried that they wouldn't be able to afford to pay yeah um and you know I, I, you can get that i mean look if you if you got to if you got to decide between keeping your house warm and the bills paid and sending billy twice to martial arts you know were you gonna you're gonna ask can i come once instead you know, um, so we've, yeah, we've had our first one already, which is a bit frightening, to be honest. Did you see uh, the Chancellor today? He's come up with a package. They always come up with magic money out of nowhere, right? But yeah. they're going to give everyone £300 or thereabouts in some sort of way to offset some of that. So, I mean, you obviously need to find out the details, but you can say to people, obviously, who, who bring yeah. this up, that you know there is a support available it shouldn't be that much and but of course we need to take some action ourselves as business owners martial arts instructors and leaders of our of our students and i guess there's like three or four things you can do you can kind of just ignore ignore them and just hope that they continue to pay you the same rate you could yeah offer a discount for a short period the only problem is obviously energy prices are just likely to stay high or, or increase and um you know that's not good for, for your business as well you got your own mm. repaying um you could offer more value i think is a, another way of you know so if you're offering students once a week you could possibly move them up to twice a week for the same price and two to three and if you have the space and the, the ability to do that and you can do it in your timetable you could say well you know we're going to keep the prices the same but we're going to offer you more training more classes more options um, I know you've started doing stuff on YouTube, so you could uh, add um, sort of online content to that as well for people if, mm. if students stick around. So, I mean, most martial arts schools have a, a pricing range, don't they? They they start sometimes at twice a week and then they go to free and then they have unlimited. So, you know, encouraging people to move up and down that as they see fit yeah, um, is a good idea. And you might, you know, worst comes to the worst, you could always go back to the old once a week special. Yeah, absolutely. We uh, his, we've just moved away from not just, but uh, within the last sort of six months or so, moved away from the once a week. In fact, it's probably more than six months now. Um, yeah. And that's it's, it's worked. I mean, the retention's gone up. Um, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so it's worked. And um, we're actually bizarrely, we're actually financially a little bit worse off for doing it um, because we were try we were charging quite a premium rate for the once a week, but the quality uh, in students wasn't there. Um, yeah. I, it was frustrating for the instructors trying to teach them because there was, you know, you're seeing them once for 45 minutes or an hour and then that's it. You don't see them again. And if they miss the week after, then, you know, you're seeing them two times a month. It's not enough. It's not enough to progress in anything. You can't really get good at much in life doing it sort of uh, two hours a month. Um, so, but yeah, we, we switched to twice a week and it's worked really well. Um, yeah. We're just going to have to see how it goes. I mean, I, we, we, we actually were twice a week from the get-go right from when we first opened 2003 2002 it was only when the financial crisis hit that we changed it and then so we never changed it back 
Hold on, hold on. Is this your 20th year in business, is it? Well, something like that, yeah. Wow. You're going to have a party? No, I don't do parties. <laughs> you can have a, part, a cupcake yourself. Yeah, I'm antisocial. I don't do parties. No, um, we may well do a little bit of something at some point later on in the year, but um, we, I think we, the majority of our membership base is still a little bit sensitive to the whole... I mean, that's another thing we've still got going on as well, isn't it? Don't want to mention it. That's <laughs> no, not, eh? It'll go away if we don't mention it. Yeah, that that the old uh, the old virus that shall not be named. Um, so we're though our area is still quite sensitive to it. So I don't want to I don't want to announce parties at the minute. Um, I don't think it'll it'll look particularly good. So yeah, but we'll do something later in the year, hopefully, unless we're in the middle of a war with Russia or. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all huddled round bonfires to try and keep warm. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look too too rosy, does it? But there you go. I'm sure it'll all work out in the end. Yes, yeah. We're well, burning belts in the back of the yard to try and keep warm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Burn your black belt. Wow. Jeez. Be... Yeah. So um yeah, it, it's it, it's we'll just play it by ear and we'll see. I mean the, the the good thing is in this day and age, especially well for us anyway, I can't speak for everybody, but because everything's recorded electronically we can just call up the numbers and you know the numbers don't lie if if we start seeing a dip in in certain things in certain areas in numbers then we'll have to take action on it um yeah. and i'm doing that weekly now i'm looking at it i'm keeping a, a, a close eye on it and um that's that's definitely been something i've been doing more of since we've come back is actually yeah, but, it's but all to- right having this fancy crm system and all these in- disinformation and then don't look at it yeah, that's true. I mean, there's two ways to look at this whole, you know, energy crisis and how it might affect, uh, you know, um, your student numbers is to be reactive or proactive. Mm. Obviously, reactive would be, you know, keeping an eye on your fancy CRM system and you notice that people are cancelling and you, you're speaking to them and they're saying, we just can't afford it currently. Or you can be a bit more proactive and actually go out to your members and say, you know, we, we understand that you might be concerned about this. We're going to keep an eye on it. If anyone has any problems, come speak to us and we, we see what we can do. Um, I've always found it better to be a bit proactive and actually show that you're yeah. thinking about it, thinking about them, thinking about how they can afford to continue training and, and go out to the student. Yeah. Base. I know a lot of instructors are a bit more like, oh, I don't want to rock the boat and get them thinking about it. Yes. You know? So it's it's very it's difficult. You know your own students. You know maybe which way they're likely to go. You don't want three quarters of your school suddenly dropping to once a week out out of the blue. So yeah, yeah it's a hard. Yeah, call. that's it. That's it. I was I was exactly I was going to say that. You know, it's, I can imagine in, for a lot of people they're thinking, well, I don't want to mention there's an option there to go cheaper if, <laughs> because it opens the floodgates. But I don't know whether people necessarily would. I mean, um, I'm not I've not mentioned it yet. Um, I think it'll be a case of a little bit of both, you know, as you say, and being proactive and being reactive as well. It's, you know, um, just, just keep an eye. It's, 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 we've, we've all these things that keep coming along. There's all these once in a generation things that keep landing. Um, yeah, no. Just having to try and react to it in that sense, but trying to predict at the same time, you know, what, what, why, what might people do? What might, what will they want? we don't really know um you know it's will will people prioritize their kids training a lot higher up this time around given the last eight months you know um i think the the whole covid situation has helped to push us up a little bit in the priority list for parents so yeah i hope so yeah you know because i think i think we were always there, weren't we? We were always there. We were always accessible. And then all of a sudden we weren't. So I think um, other people didn't value as well. I just think, you know, for some people anyway, they certainly do value as a little bit more. So, you know, they might be, they might be more willing to cancel their Sky Sports this time round or, you know, whatever <laughs> it, their Netflix or their Amazon or their Disney Plus rather than Billy's. I'm a very <laughs> yeah it, it is and of course like kids do a lot nowadays it's not like in our generation probably you did one or two sports like mm. kids are doing like four different things so maybe then it's more about showing how martial arts you know ticks a lot of boxes and um they can let go of the swimming and the 
you know handball and the yeah all of that instead and because um, as we know martial arts does tick a lot of boxes doesn't it i don't think there's anything that kind of mixes the wide range of physical mental social psychological skills i don't think there's a sport like it really you don't have to convince me i'm biased you've been doing it a while haven't you yeah yeah i think it's the best thing ever <laughs> um no i the the one one thing that has been good coming out the back of covid for us especially is i mean i went to town with the whole online thing during lockdown and the yeah. feedback that we've been getting from people is you know how much they were how much they value what we did um how good you know blow my own trumpet but you know what i'm saying they were like they've said oh we're really glad you did what you did and we're really thankful for it so i think that's we've sort of banked that in that sense yeah that great. when it comes time to choose between water polo um <laughs> martial arts <laughs> Martial arts and, and hockey, so they'll pick us. Um, they'll pick us, all, hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. Our, I mean, our retention's actually been pretty good. Um, I think, uh, like I say, the combination of switching it to twice a week and, you know, um, the last 18 months or so, it's, it's, it's helped significantly. Um, we're a different, much different school now than we were 18 months or two what? years ago. Um, much much uh, I, it's much tighter it, it, everything's operating better the yeah. I, I because i've shifted now to a twice a week format um, and moved away a little bit from sort of the adults the student numbers are lower overall but we've plugged the gap financially with you know doing other things so i've got less students i'm happy with the quality of the students i'm doing less i'm here less so it, yeah, it, it's just we've we've gone from floating. We always sort of floated between sort of two hundred and two twenty yeah. students, and now we're between sort of one twenty five and one thirty five. Oh, right, it's quite a drop. It is, but I'm happier. And oh, some well. of that, some of that drop came actually after we came back, um, reshuffling things because yeah. we had a lot of, especially in the adults, a lot of sort of floaty members. You know, the ones that turned up. They were on the they were on the list that they were paying, they just weren't turning up. We'd see them once yeah. or twice a month. And yeah. We we restructured things and made it look, no, you've got to come twice a week. You're on twice a week membership, you've got to come twice a week. That's it, that's how it is. Um we changed a lot to make it harder for the people that were floating to to progress and to not that they were anyway, but Yeah. We put it in we we really just sort of hammered it how you know how important it was and you know it, it's, it's a lot better and we've had comments from the other students now saying that you know classes are better now that we've not got somebody wandering in every now and again and not really knowing what's going on and um sort of holding them back and they're not able to train so yeah I, 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 all around i'm happier the students are happier um, that's brilliant oh so yeah it's good um I'm, yeah i'm glad that kind of worked out because it could have gone like south couldn't it, it yeah. could have been <laughs> a bit scary, oh yeah but... definitely definitely i mean it 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 offered us a really unique opportunity to, and everybody had the same. I mean, I know everybody's, everybody's running their schools differently. And that's the cool thing about it. Everyone's free to do what they want with their school. And some have gone all in, haven't they? And gone, right. You know, we must, we're going to get 50 new students a month and we're going to this. And we're going, that's great. That's for them. But we did it totally the other way around. It's like, now this is a really unique opportunity. What am I not happy with? What have I not been happy with for a long time? Yeah. Now I'm going to, now I'm going to fix it. Now I'm going to change it. Um, so we've we've not gone. Yeah, we've had a steady drip of new students coming in, but um, I've kept it steady, and I'm now have a much sort of stronger foundation to go with and go right. This is what I want to focus on. This I don't want to make this mistake again. You know, I don't want to uh, ram the place with, you know, lots of people on fitness kickboxing, and then yeah. go, oh god, I've got to do that class. Ugh. Oh dear, <laughs> you know. Yeah, uh, I should mention that because I've been talking to a lot of instructors, and they're all saying the same thing about the kind of fitness kickboxing classes. You know, where it's mainly focused on fitness and less on martial arts, and how they just hate teaching it, and it it does their head in. And uh, you know, they think it's going to feed through to their main martial arts class, but it for some reason doesn't. You get a different type of person interested in it. Yeah. Um, I've spoken to a lot of instructors about that recently. It just seems like they're all moving away from that as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it, it goes in cycles, doesn't it? You know, it's the, the, whatever's popular at the time. And, and we, I've spoken about this on the podcast before in the past. I think 
the internet and certainly um martial arts as a whole be more readily available now people are seeing it whether it's bellator or ufc whether it's youtube or social media people are exposed to much more choice now much more stuff out there so um i just think it's we're attracting different type of people now mm. or a wider variety of people and, yeah um it, it's yeah it, it's cool it's it, it's interesting times so and um you've started doing a few of the private lessons again have you how are you yes. finding well i've literally only just put the advert out about two hours okay. ago so <laughs> we'll uh, see uh Weirdly enough, I've spoken to a lot of instructors and they all seem to be doing private lessons as well for the first time, some of them for the first time ever, which I'm, I'm like really surprised. I spoke to an instructor who's been teaching 10 years. He's never done a private lesson in his life. Yeah. And I'm I've, like, oh. well, I've only done a handful. I, it was never really something I enjoyed doing, I, but I just thought at the minute things are, uh, our adults program now is, is, is so heavily reduced from what it used to be. Hmm. Um, which is by design. That's what I want. I want a small group of a niche group of, of people training. And that's, that's, that's kind of what I want. And then I thought, well, I've got this spare time in the day. Um, you know, I'm sure I could squeeze in half hour one-to-ones. If, right. if, and if I, you know, and let's be honest, if, if I start doing it and I'm thinking, Oh God, I hate this half an hour. No, <laughs> it's only half yeah. an hour. It's, you know, it's, it's easy. It's easy. So, um, yeah, I'm just going to try it and see see what I think, and and if I hate it, I'll take it out. That's yeah. the beauty of it. You know, I can try it for a month or two, see how it goes, and if I don't like doing it, stop doing it. Yeah, um, I just thought having that option at the moment, when there's so much uncertainty in the air, mm. people might be happier to throw a few quid. Well, no more than a few quid, but you know what I'm saying. They might they might be happier to to do two privates a, a month than commit to a membership. Indeed. Um, I used to do a lot of privates back in the day, 20, 25 uh, hours a week of privates, which is quite a lot in my opinion. I know people who do 40 hours of privates a week. But um, yeah, I mean, if you're doing that amount of volume, it tends to bash your body up um, and you tend to you know, not enjoy doing privates so much. But if you're just doing it a couple of weeks, it's quite actually quite nice and fun to go into a bit of detail and to help people correct things and, you know, help them out. I think uh, I think it's great. Yeah, and as well as that, actually, segue professional here. You mentioned it earlier about the YouTube stuff. I'm doing a lot more with the. Uh, finally, I got my backsliding gear. <laughs> Everyone keeps asking me messages all the time. Do this, do this, because I've I've not been doing any workshops, but I do still enjoy interacting with people. And I'm a geek. I like geeking on detail. You know, I m- my thing is, you know, people, you know, people do a kick and then I. You know, I can I can rattle on for half an hour about it, break it down in all the detail. Yeah. And then I suddenly thought, hang on a minute, <laughs> hang on a minute. There's a there's a there's a market here for this, surely. Um, and the interest's been really good. So I'm 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 going going full steam and doing it properly. How does it how does it work? So basically, there's there's three different options. Option one is get your backside to my gym, and I'll teach you in person for an hour. Lovely. One to one, focusing on anything whether it's you know obviously kick related um second option is a half an hour uh, one-to-one via zoom nice um you know same exactly the same process you know it works in the same way obviously it's a little bit different than we're doing it through the computer or the phone or whatever but covers the same ground Uh, and then the third option is they can send me a video clip um highlighting whatever problems they're having obviously demonstrating the kick that they're having the trouble with and then i will then send them a video back um, explaining the breakdowns and 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 how to what to change how to change it and um, and the, the, the obviously I'm doing it in a, as a on a one to one basis that you know I'm 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 open to helping people across across the age range but I generally end up usually working with people sort of mid to late thirties early forties that <laughs> I can't kick anymore <laughs> yeah well that or they've always had a problem. And they've yeah, right. not necessarily felt comfortable enough to to ask, and and in, and in, in some cases, they've just not been taught right. I mean, I know that might sound a bit elitist or snobby, but it's true, and it's it's tiny little things sometimes. Foot positioning, changing, you know, just rotating the hip a little bit differently, or accounting for a different sort of body type. Because some instructors can be like, "This is how you kick, and you kick like this, and that's that." 
and then they've got all these different body types in the room and it's just not going to work yeah. um and because i geek on the detail like that i love i love there's nothing there's not nothing i like better than someone coming into me and saying i can't do a spin hook kick i've never been able to do it i've been trying for 30 years and yeah. then five minutes later they're doing it i just love that that's cool that's that's cool isn't it yeah love it I, I just absolutely love that sort of stuff so um you know it's not a magic wand you're not gonna be able to fix everybody instantaneously but you know um it's just something that i've always enjoyed doing so yeah it's good so it's, we're gonna work on the three levels you either come in train one-to-one train via zoom or we do it via the video files um you know on, on doing it through we've got the social media and whatsapp and everything it's so accessible now it's so easy to do um yeah we we'll do that and then at the same time i've launched my youtube channel um where um i'm gonna do sort of general breakdowns so not 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 tutorials in the traditional sense mm. um more sort of deep diving into the most requested technique because there's a, there's like four or five techniques that i'm always asked about all the time okay right Yep, that was the first one I did, um, and it's not—it's just not like a tutorial because a lot of times you go on YouTube how to do a spin hook kick, and it's basically some incredibly talented young person yeah. going right. So what you do is you stand and kick. You turn and you kick, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. And why can't okay. you? Do that? Yeah, do it like me. Brilliant. That's not really going to help. Uh, so it's it's breaking down the elements that tend to get missed or overlooked that are really key to you know considering the kick and a lot of it's psychological especially with spin kicks and anything yes um and then on the other side of that same youtube channel i'm also going to be doing i'm doing a massive pitch here now (laughs) Um, i'm also going to be doing um breakdowns of sort of famous clips you know Ah, whether it's michael page or whether it's whoever doing a technique that people have been sharing around the internet i'm going to break it down um look at it from my point of view saying what you know why it's worked how it worked why this why that um so yeah so that's another thing so people can send in suggestions if there's any kicks out there that they want me to do um or break down the video and explain it because I, I love like that it. sort of stuff i love it absolutely love it and what what gave me that idea was i actually did a text breakdown of i can't remember which fight it was it was the kick where michael page did a lead leg round turn a kick whatever it was and smashed yeah. that guy's face in literally his nose disappeared Yes, um, and I did a a text breakdown, and he, he reshared it. So I was like, mm, mm, <laughs> "Yeah, maybe something in this." So yeah, that's me. Um, I think that's a really great idea because there's not a lot of that on striking necessarily, especially on kicking. Because, like you say, it's usually like young, athletic, gifted people who can just do it and are not aware of how to teach it. Um, John Will, who's a BJJ coach. Uh, in Australia, very well respected as a as a, a thing he says with the person with the longest checklist wins. So in BJJ, that means like if you are ticking off the things mentally in your head as you go, you tend to win because you're ca- capturing all the details and you're covering all the bits that you should be covering as you mm. execute the technique. And with things like kicks and especially the more you know advanced kicks, it is that checklist, isn't it? Of you know, and the, the longer your checklist the more likely you are to be able to correct the kick. Whereas if it's just turn and spin and kick <laughs> in two moves, yeah. yeah, there's some mistakes going to be happening. So I think it's, it's a great idea. Yeah. And, and, you know, as, I'm, whereas I'm not quite at granddad level yet, I'm, I'm 42. Um, my hips are getting a bit creaky. My right knee is a little bit on the unhappy side. Um, not through any bad practice, just through abusing my body for more than half my life. Yeah. Um, and and one of the things I do hear a lot from people is they go, oh, well, I can't anymore because and it's yes. like, well, actually, if you adjust that mindset, you probably could. It might not be quite what you were doing before. Yeah. But if we change a few things uh, physically and a lot of stuff in your head, you'll surprise yourself at what you could probably still do. So let's have a look at it. Let's show me what you've got now and let's let's build on it, because I'm not now doing any of the techniques the same as how I did them five years ago let alone 20 years ago everything's yeah. different my body's very very in a very very different place now um four kids and a marriage later than it was <laughs> when i was trained i mean i'm i'm training no when and that's the thing i i get people saying i was like oh yeah but you stretch all the time and you know what i really don't i genuinely don't you know i think right say again sorry a maintenance level that you maintain yeah. right but yeah 
I can't do the splits anymore. I don't need to. I don't do the box splits, don't do front, don't do any of that. It's too bad for my joints. It wreck my knees and wreck my hips, what God I've got left in them. I don't need to be doing that anymore. I'm, I'm training for a very, very small kick window, kicking window, which is, it's, it's, in, it's inches. It's not, it's not box splits um, for effective kicking range. And I train oh. that and I maintain that. Um, and I've got a really basic box stand, a five-minute stretch that I do. That's it. If I remember to do it. Um, <laughs> That's nice. Yeah, so you know, and that's different back from you know twenty years ago. I was Van Damme in it all over the place. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't even know if Van Damme is Van Damming it anymore, is he? He, he seems a little. Bit well, out. he is, but it means a different thing. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> that's funny. Moving on quickly. <laughs> so you were saying as well that you're back to doing teaching, back to doing workshops, getting out, doing what Midmaster does best. Yes. Well, what Mitmaster yeah. does best is marketing, but the <laughs> best is uh, is seminars and workshops because I love teaching seminars and workshops, um, and so it's you, nice. Uh, so we'll be able to get out and do some with you soon again, will we? Is that yeah, that yeah, yeah? Uh, I'm doing them all over the country, and I've got uh, like an open one that people can come along to if they want to Ooh. in Northampton sometime, but I can't remember the date. But. We'll, we'll... <laughs> For next month, <laughs> when the date is, just contact me if you want to come along. But basically, yeah, it's just an opportunity to come and train and and have fun. I I just I love seminars. It's my favourite type of teaching because everyone's paying attention, everyone's excited to see you. Um, yeah. You know, there's a nice energy in the room. I just I just love it. So I'm glad to be back out and doing it. I'm probably going to try and do a seminar somewhere once every couple couple of weeks. So that will keep me. Uh, nice fit and active yeah great fun yeah it's a funny thing about it isn't it you always hear people say that about workshops it's like people oh yeah so it's great because everyone wants to be there and everyone's excited and you think shouldn't that be the case about your regular classes too but it's not it's not (laughs) unfortunately not people take it for granted and they don't you know it's just human nature isn't it that if you see someone once a week every week for two or three years you kind of like it's you just assume you don't know the quality you've got in your own sort of back garden really so yeah that's that's why i love to go to seminars and often you know it's just correcting minor details like you're talking about little things to do with you know pad positioning combinations where they should be footwork but it changes someone's game in like an hour and improves their technique i think oh yeah that's that's awesome they're just a little you know little poker they're really good go and do mats seminars I, I i i've been to them and they are good thank you there you go Cheers. that was that was the worst ever promotion thing ever that's see that's <laughs> why i don't have a job doing that marketing <laughs> experts <laughs> I that but they nice. are good though no they are good they are good i've, I've done a few of them and i really have enjoyed them each time yeah so. i mean i i like seminars because it's my chance to to help people you know because I've got to bring my best stuff when I go to a seminar. I can't be rambling. I can't be teaching stuff that people don't get. I've got to get them better in three hours. You know, they've got to leave better than they were mm. in the that I've spent with them. So it's I try and bring my absolute best content, my best ideas, my newest ideas, and uh, maximum energy, maximum effort, so that yeah. they get the best from it. So yeah. I do love seminars, so I try and get in as many as possible. Definitely. So you're going to be doing some sort of themed, like different, because obviously with the Mitmaster program online as it is, it's it's just huge. I mean, how do you know how many like programs or videos you've got now? Do you know how many there are? Is it that number you've got stored in your head? (laughs) Sixty-five possible courses you could get from Mitmaster. Wow, they're not all out at you know on display on the website because that's a bit overwhelming yeah 65 of the buggers and more to come every time i like finish one i think oh actually i could do another one on this and another one on this you'd be surprised like obviously if you've been training teaching martial arts for 30 40 years the depth of your knowledge like how much stuff you know and you've forgotten and is in those little nooks and crannies in the back of your head and so yeah there's more to come that nook and cranny is not little in the back of my head anymore. It's a huge gaping hole <laughs> of lost knowledge. But uh, seriously, I, even to the point now where I'll, sometimes I'll go on. This is what the this is the beauty of, of this sort of online. It's almost like a vault. Is I'll go on my Facebook sometimes and I'll I'll look at a, an old video from the school and I will go, "That's a really good drill." 
Yeah. Why am I not doing that? It's like it's me teaching it. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 which is, I, I get that when I look back over my videos in Mitmast, I'm like, wow, that's an awesome drill. I've not thought that or thought about that in maybe 10 years, and I've yeah. totally forgotten about it. So yeah. that's, you know, another reason why instructors should record their stuff, because it's a vault of your knowledge, yeah. Yeah, definitely. My my vault is decreasing rapidly. Yeah. I've <laughs> not got the brain space anymore. It's... it's... <laughs> It's full of things like what time is gymnastics on a Thursday and what time does nursery start tomorrow? And uh, you know, yes. did yes. I did I put the bin out? Is it recycling this week? Yeah, which one is it this week? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> not 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 no, double psychic jab cross hook. It's no they, 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 this yeah it's just losing brain space. Such is life, mate. Such is life. I know. Anyway, cool. Well, it's been great catching up with you. And um, have you got anything going on that you want to share with everybody before we we, we call it time? Oh, I have no idea. Probably. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, marketing is always the thing that martial arts instructors seem to struggle with. So if anyone wants to get like a 30-day free trial of martial arts marketing, just get in touch with me. Ooh. A coaching group where I basically help you with your marketing. So, yeah, that's that's free if anyone wants that. But there's lots of things I just can't think of from top of my head. Get, get on that one. You're getting freebies. Hey, can't well, say why not? that. Can't say better than that. Well, I think what better note to finish on than a freebie? So we'll 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 call it a day there. So it's been good to catch up. Let's do it again in 2023. Yeah, perfect. Once a year podcast. Huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Cheers, dude. Spotify will buy it off us for 10 million pounds or something. Well, yes. they've got a game with Joe Rogan anyway, aren't they? So they might as well have me. Yeah, we can take his place. <laughs> catch you later, dude. Cheers, mate. Bye. You're listening to Kick Back with Chris, the martial arts podcast, brought to you by www.onlinekicking.co.uk. So, as always, great to catch up with Matt. Uh, it's been a while. We've obviously we've we've spoken on and off between the last episode and and now. It's not the the first time we've spoken, um, but yeah, it's always interesting. It's, it's it's good to get his take on things and. Um, you know, what's really nice is the comments that we get coming through about how well we work together and all that sort of stuff. So long may it continue. Another another eighty something episodes, unless I really do his head in, <laughs> and then he decides not to. Buy it. Anyway, so uh, there's been so much going on between when I last spoke to you all back in the last year, October time, and now. Um, far too much to try and condense into a single episode ending, um, but. We've had a whole a whole new episode of Cobra Kai. How can we even forget? I can't. I can't not mention that. Um, we've seen the return of Terry Silver, of which, um, oh, this is going to do my head now because I'm going to Ian Griffiths. That's it. Um, I, forgot, I thought I was going to forget his name now. Actually, I'm going to I'm going to make sure I get his entire name right because um, that'd be really embarrassing, wouldn't it? I'm ter- for those those that know me well know that I'm absolutely terrible terrible with names um let me just let me just find the guy's name thomas ian griffith there you go that wasn't too far off just forgot his first name um but how good was he i mean i was i suppose that sounds a bit nasty to say i was pleasantly surprised how good he was but i was actually really really genuinely impressed with how well he portrayed um terry silver that sort of the grown-up version of terry silver significantly grown-up version but man the guy can still move he can still do the stuff um which was really cool to see and uh seeing him interacting with different characters that obviously that were new to the cobra kai field but also um you know characters that didn't really have that much if any interaction uh previous obviously with johnny lawrence um was only in the first film wasn't even part of the third film so um, you know, who, who else are we going to see return? Mr. Barnes going to come back? Who knows? Um, there's some people saying that they're going to bring the what's the name back from um, the fourth one. Uh, that, oh, that I like to pretend that that film didn't exist. The next Karate Kid or whatever it is, but apparently, so it goes. Any film with Mr. Miyagi in is part of like the Miyagi verse, so it's canon. So that that whole crap story is 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 a reality in the sort of karate kid universe so they'll probably bring hillary swank back in some way or another i mean I, whatever anyway i'm going off subject um yeah i i, th- I thought it was a really good 
good season. I think it's fair to say that to a certain degree it was setting up for next season, which apparently is going to be a really good one. Um, it's not that it was a bad season. I really enjoyed it. I think what was really good to see from a, a martial arts perspective, I mean, look, it's Cobra Kai. It's the Karate Kid. It's not meant to have great martial arts in it. All right, It doesn't try to, although I will give props to the actors and that have clearly worked their backsides off on their training um, off-season or just in general continuously because there's a much, much higher rate of them doing their own stuff, which is brilliant to see, absolutely brilliant to see. And that's somebody who occasionally works <laughs> as somebody whose job it is to double other people. So they're kind of taking work away from me in that respect. But no, <laughs> not that I've got. I, I could only... I could only pray or hope to work on Cobra Kai. Although, if anyone's listening, you know, I wouldn't say no. Anyway, yeah, great to see how much effort they'd put into developing their own skills in in that respect. And um, long may it continue, because it was it was really good to see on on camera. Um, other stuff that's been going on um, now. This is definitely a divisive one, and one that I might even give an entire episode to at some point. The collective. Uh, entire film series um, the new Matrix film came out now, uh, there's this gigantic collective groan that's just gone out uh, now bear with me on this one because I actually enjoyed it, now was it as good as the previous films? No but was it as terrible as some people are making out I don't think it was I think, without going too far into this because it's the end of the episode um, but I think the problem the problem that it suffered from really is that they didn't really set out the, the the distribution company producers they didn't set out the vision of the film well enough in the trailers, the trailers were far too cryptic, they didn't really say what was going on, they didn't really, I mean I, I know that you know part of the trailer is to sort of lay out a bare bones idea of what the film's going to be about what it but it it didn't really do that so people were expecting something along the lines quite rightly to be fair though they were expecting something along the lines of the first three films which is not what this film was it wasn't trying to be the first three films it was trying to do something different within that sort of that universe which i felt it did it did that quite well but Clearly, that disappointed a lot of people because it's not what they were expecting. I think if people knew what they were going into before they watched the film, they wouldn't have been quite as dejected by the end of it because it was quite a radical departure from the first three films. Now, the action was okay. Um, It wasn't dreadful. Uh, I think some people were, again, exaggerating that a little bit. I think at times it was a little bit too tight i.e. sort of the, for those that don't really do sort of camera talk and stuff or or film talk, the image was too close. So we were far too close in on it. Um, It it was cut too often. So what I mean by that is the the individual sections that were filmed were too short. So it was jumping around too much. So that combination of it being too tight and, and, and cut too often... It makes it it makes it energetic, but it sometimes makes it hard to to get an appreciation for what's going on. And going back to the original films, it was it was tried. They tried to do it in the sort of original Hong Kong style. I hate to use that phrase because it's so overused. But sort of, you know, the 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 wide single shot. And you know, although it, saying that though, they they did. They did cleverly sort of trick us into thinking that was going on a lot with some of the some of the things that they were doing, um, but it was very clear to see, you know, hey, that's that's Keanu Reeves that's doing the thing, that's Carrie Ann Moss that's doing the thing, you know, that's Hugo Weaver that's doing the thing. That's his, I think that was his name, anyway, um, you know, and that was lost a little bit with this this new film. Um, I don't know whether they did that intentionally as part of trying to move away from the original Matrix films. I, I think it was probably just more of a production decision from the point of view of the, the, the choreographer and coordinator and creative people for the action that they had in. Um, but, it, it, you know, it it wasn't dreadful, but it didn't quite hit the mark in the same way that the original films did. So that part, for me, 
it was a little bit disappointing if I'm honest. Um I wasn't it wasn't awful, like I say, it wasn't awful, it just wasn't quite up to the level of the previous films. But the storytelling as a whole I felt was quite good. It was just very, very different and not what we were expecting. Um so if that's my kind of two minute or well, however long it was review of the Matrix film for which I forgot what it was called. What was it called? What was <laughs> Oh, I don't you love my podcasts. Hang on, hang on. I've got Google open on my other screen. The Matrix Resurrections. There you go. Of course, Resurrections. So um, the question is now, will we see another one? Because I know that so far, world, the worldwide box office, the, the, the takings have been significantly lower than the cost of the film in total to make, which is not good. Is not good. I know that, um, I think it was part three, um, was like something crazy like it took seven times the amount that it cost to make and um and this one yeah it it fell significantly short um which i know will be i I know that in part they're putting that down to the rather bizarre way in which it was distributed because it was a it was odd granted it was sort of during the pandemic and but it was sort of really awkwardly handled you know um you had the situation where it was it was actually available on not and I right before I say this, this is just because I know from what I read on the internet I'm not condoning piracy all right before anybody starts getting all finger waggly at me you know i I work with friends that are significantly impacted by movie piracy, so you know just so I've set that out before anybody says anything but the 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 fact that you could actually download an illegal 4k (laughs) video copy of the film literally days before you could see it at the cinema or watch it on whatever streaming service they had it going on over here it it was it wasn't handled particularly well you had the whole hbo thing in america i think it was hbo in america it was sort of like uh, they kind of it kind of dropped the ball on it a little bit they were trying to be clever i think um and all I will say is I just hope that they do not screw up the last John Wick film. I'm assuming it's going to be the last one. The next one, anyway. In the way that they did with, with The Matrix. Um, because I will be severely disappointed if they do. Okay, so to round things up. <laughs> that wasn't even on my schedule. I don't even know where that came from. So to round things up. Uh, a personal favour here from you all. So... Um, as many of you will know, or maybe you don't know, a um, little bit of personal background here. Um, my my youngest daughter um, has a condition called Down syndrome, um, and you know uh, myself with my background and my wife uh, in her background, we both do our best to help her with the um, additional support that she needs at home. But there's a charity, a local charity to us. Um, a, it's a charity, but it's also a support group. It's like an extended family, um, friends, uh, called Shine 21 that are set up specifically um, to help parents of, of young children and babies born with this condition called Down syndrome. And they are involved in a, uh, a, local, a local competition. Now, it's only a small competition, but you know I'm doing my best to try and help promote the group as much as we are trying to win the competition. So if you have five seconds of your time to go to either the podcast page or group i think i posted it in the group actually the kickback podcast group Uh, if you're not in the facebook group and you can't find it drop me a message and i'll sort it or if you're on my personal profile which most of you are on facebook if you go on there um, i've posted a link Um, it should be fairly recent if if you listen to this a few days time just scroll down a bit you'll find it and there is a button you can press to Basically, vote for Shine 21 to win this competition. It's for a small piece of equipment that a local company uh, are offering out to childcare settings. Um, but more so, it's to get the name pushed out a little bit more. So the more people vote, the higher up the name will be, the more people see it, the more positive attention is brought to the fantastic work that this group are doing 
um, to help out people or families um, uh, that have children or babies with Down syndrome. So, yeah, Shine21, go on my profile, give it a click. It literally takes the time to click on Facebook, click my profile, and click a button. It's one of those Facebook polls, so it's dead easy to do. If you could do that, I would really, really appreciate it. By all means, send me a message when you've done it, if you want to, um, and I'll send you a thanks, and I might even send you an emoji as well, if you're lucky. Um, But yeah, if you could do that, just a personal one from me to you guys, if you can help out, because you're an awesome podcast community. Um, I want to, at the minute, I'm single, well, it feels like it. I know there's other people involved, but it feels like I'm single-handedly taking on about 25 different primary schools. (laughs) So (laughs) it's a, I, I like a challenge. I like a challenge. Anyone that knows me knows I like a competition and a challenge. So, yeah, if you guys can get involved, click on it, vote Shine 21, that would be amazing. All right, guys, so I am most definitely going to be back with you all within the next week or two. I have another recording booked with Matt Chapman next week. I'm not going to tell you what we're talking about. You'll have to come back and listen to it. Although, if you've been on my Facebook recently, you might have seen a little, little bit of a hint. I did a post and a mention on there that would be talking about it. So, you might already have an idea. But anyway, great to be back. Please do, like I said earlier on, send me back your feedback about what sort of podcast you like, which one you prefer. It really will help me to shape the podcast, the future of it all, um, and give me some sort of an idea of what I'm getting right and what I'm getting wrong. Thanks as always. Have a great whatever it is coming up, whether it's Monday, weekend or whatever, and I'll speak to you all very soon. Brought to you by www.mitmaster.com. Enjoy our podcast? Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Kickback with Chris on iTunes today.